Alrighty, uh, ladies and gentlemen and everybody, it is the season finale of season four of my podcast, Fumble Podcast. I'm your host, Pej. You know me as Pej the Maniac on all my social media platforms. Um, uh, it is episode 85, and uh, I have the distinct honor of having a very special guest uh, join me today to discuss uh, the situation in Iran from a humanitarian perspective. Um, and um, she works with uh, UNESCO Body Mind and Wellness. She's an educator, instructor. Uh, she's a certified humanitarian and life coach, Ms. Shilan Zaid. Thank you for joining Pombo Podcast. Hello, Pish. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we were just discussing off air about the video that's circulating, uh, which is uh, one of the uh, guards from sepa um going his, his mother is taking him home i just posted it on my instagram for anyone who's uh who follows me you can see it and there is a mistake on there it says soldier and it's actually not he's not a soldier um and shilan maybe you can describe what it actually is yes thank you very much so uh, uh as uh, you see that with the uniform that it shows in the video that he is actually employed by the government. Mm -hmm. So he's one of the, the teams, SEPA, that is being now announced as the um, terrorists, Islamic terrorists, IRGC. So he is, um, and his group that you see, as you see in the video, is being taken to Sanandash currently to take down the protesters. Soldiers, on the other hand, are the mandatory um, adults, uh, men generally, actually, in Iran. Uh, they uh, end up going to uh, serve the country for about two years, and that's uh, compulsory. So whenever they finish their education, they have to go and serve the country. So they are considered soldiers, and they will have different ranking depending on their education level. Yes. I see. Now, I was... Um... I was born in Iran and actually for a long time, uh, I left at the age of eight and I have not been back since uh, I left in uh, 1994, late 94, I left Iran. Um, and uh, that was one of the, the, the situations for me is if I went back and I stayed longer than a certain amount of time, I believe it's three months. And that um, I don't know what the age cutoff is for that, but I'm 36 now, but um I don't know at what age they don't require you to enlist uh, for the. Oh, there is always a requirement. As there long as you're eighteen, okay. as long as you're eighteen and over. Yeah. Uh, there is a requirement for it. Well, at some point, you had the cases if you had the medical uh, certification that you are, um, for whatever reason, unable to serve. Or uh, there was another uh, aspect. Uh, I think if you could buy it at some point for people who were um, residents outside of the Iran, they, they didn't have to, yeah. sir. So you had to pay uh, a, um, a package and an amount. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So then, um, then yeah, I, if I go back now, does it, it does, doesn't matter even if you're a citizen of an, well, I mean, I am, I have dual citizenship. So I think that that's what makes it still tough. Yeah. Well, Pesh, here's the thing with Iran. Uh, I'm, I'm not a politician, so I can't really speak on politics. But the thing is, everything is so random. Yeah. 
nothing and everything applies. So it all depends on the mood of whoever is seeing your passport at the moment of, you know, entering Iran. And if they're in a mood to take you down and uh, charge you for not serving the country, mm-hmm. then it's your unlucky day. So. Oh, yeah. I've, mm-hmm. heard sto- I've definitely heard stories of that. And then again, apparently with money, you can buy your way out of it. <laughs> so... Yes. It's it's that's that's the corruption we're dealing with. And uh, this episode is not going to get into the politics of of what's going on and rather the uh, the unfortunate that w- what the solution is, perhaps from a humanitarian standpoint. Um, and um, what uh, year did you leave Iran? Uh, almost two decades ago, actually. Okay. Yes. And uh, interestingly enough, the reason I ended up here, it wasn't by choice. Uh, My parents decided. They felt, because I was always very outspoken about the women's rights. Okay. (laughs) And uh, I I come from a a small town where uh, people were quite conservative and following all the traditional way of living. And uh, women had to be obedient to the husband and whatnot. Uh, it's it's a very different from uh, the religious uh, perspective. It's, it's the way that people live in a smaller town. Right. They call Sharistan. Oh yeah. So and then I ended up here. Uh, and uh, to be honest, for a longest time, I I felt abandoned and I felt quite bitter about it. And I said, okay, why did they send me all the way here? Mm. Then now I can see what happened to Masa Mini, Gina, uh, was an eye-opening for me to realize that the wisdoms my parents had way back then, um, and then they could oversee uh, the consequences of, you know, standing up for who you truly are or how you wanted to dress up or speak up in my case, uh, could potentially end up to death. Uh, it's 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 uh it's horrible what's happening there it started with massa mini's uh capture for those who don't know i i doubt anyone doesn't know anymore i feel like it's such common knowledge now uh you know and and um you know the it's been going on now i think we're on week three in a row that four four weeks now four weeks of protests in iran um and it all stemmed from uh, the, I, I'm just going to call it the murder of Maso Amini um, and by the morality police. And it has, uh, the people have had enough, the, the women uh, who started it. But, and then that's something else we wanted to sh- uh, talk about as well, as far as the um, woman life freedom. That's the slogan right now behind behind the movement and the protest and I'm going to call it a full-blown revolution again uh, right now and uh, um, you were mentioning that you you're seeing it eventually going another step from woman life rebel, uh, freedom precisely well um, I have been uh, in every protest ever since and uh, I observed different point of views We've been having different flags waved. Um, people are pre-emotional. And uh, knowing we living in a Western society, we tend to live in a, um, a calmer and a more 
individualized type of lifestyle. So we're in our little bubble and we're busy with our life, but we're here uh, podcasting and uh, talking about the current situations and, and developments in Iran, and we can't really ignore it. What's happening there, it's devastating, and it has been a huge impact on everyone's life. I doubt that anyone sitting on the other side of the world not really following the news or being careless about what's happening, right? So as you see me, I'm wearing black, and I don't know what other color to choose to really uh, bring out the statements of how uh, painful these stories one after another is. And uh, I've decided for as long as this revolution is ongoing until the victory day, this is what I will be wearing. But in my protest, you will be seeing me with red dress, which is Gina's very last dress that she danced with. Yeah. So, and uh, it has been uh, an eye-catching for all the medias, uh, interviewing, talking, and interested to know more about women, yeah. about Kurdish women, about Iranians, about all the oppressions that women face. Um, I'm not going to tone it down. I am one of them. I lived it, uh, been there, and to this very day, I talk to you, I have scars all over uh, with the... Um, terrorizing characteristics so second citizen with um, having um, you know not having some opportunities job opportunities or getting into uh, different uh, groups and communities you name it it's there we've all faced it majority of us in Iran and then here we come and then you announce yourself as an Iranian Oh, a terrorist. Uh, as a woman, oh, I'm not so sure. Oh, as a Muslim, really? Mm -hmm. So there has been a lot of confusion. So we cleared all these names throughout the years being outside of Iran. And then here we're standing tall and proud that, okay, I'm a woman, I'm Iranian, and I, uh, I'm Muslim. And in some cases, they actually send me messages, please don't speak on our behalf, not everyone's Muslim. Yes, not everyone's Muslim or announcing themselves as Muslim. We'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. uh, how I see this direction going with the whole protest is no longer a protest. I see a revolution. It's, it's been, it's very clear that it's a revolution. Uh, I feel that um, I expected a bit uh, faster accepting the revolution, but it seems like People somehow, they're still exercising the idea whether or not it's a protest or a revolution. But as you see, the latest past 48 hours, there's been more people out there. There's been more uh, groups are appearing and voicing themselves and more people outside um, of Iran are speaking and directly having talks with social media, including myself, invited in different uh, places and, and talking about what's happening and letting the truth out. But uh, just to clear that we're not in a protest uh, phase, we're absolutely in a revolution phase. And with the sanctions that happened and announced uh, last week by Canadian government, 
if Iranian women, uh, Iranian people don't realize that actually this is going to have a huge impact on their life. I think slowly in the next few days it will because Eventually, there won't be any money to pay employees, government officials. There won't be uh, enough, uh, probably, goods and uh, uh, trading happening between the government. So there will be a, an economy clash. So then I think that will be an, a, a new uh, phase of awareness and then that will hopefully uh, create a different movement. Uh, the things will speed up as we hope for. Now, um, <clears throat> thank you. I, and I know that you have another question, but uh, no, just to... Yeah, just to summarize the very last point that you mentioned about this is eventually going to shift itself as a uh, slogan of women, life, freedom. Uh, we need to point this out at some point. It's a human life freedom. <clears throat> when we talk about human life freedom, that includes everyone, everyone. And when I say everyone, non-binaries have a say. I see their flags are shrinking and getting smaller and smaller, but I know that uh, there's been much suffering, including everyone else's, uh, right off the bat without any prosecution. They're hanged, killed, imprisoned, and tortured for just uh, announcing who they wanted to be. Um, and then obviously maybe worse than women in Iran. Well, there is no worse or better or all the same. They've all seen it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree that it is going to shift that way. Um, um, it has to, uh, I, it was, it was, it was even from the start of all of this, what is now a full blown revolution. It was the women and, and the non-binaries that, stormed the, the streets and, and protested in peace. And I, I will mention peace because what the the regime is, their response is with weapons, uh, actual weapons. And they're, uh, and, and these people will say people because it's, it's a mix, um, again, led by women and non-binaries uh, people. Uh, there are men in there too. There are men that are supporting uh, this movement um people are basically standing up to literal bullets um and and people are getting killed daily and the numbers are not accurate what we're hearing is uh is not what's really the the numbers are much higher um and and that government is trying to hide as much as they can uh one of the ones that personally really affected me was uh uh, Nika, Nika Shakrami. Uh, my, I have a niece that's the same age, named Nika, and that really hit home for me and my sister, being her mom. And um, that I I couldn't live with myself knowing, you know, if that was somehow, you know, my niece or my sister's daughter. You know, it, it's it was an impossible uh, situation. They took the body. They they didn't they hit the body um and maybe you can shed more lights on this uh they they hit the body from the her family um and eventually they gave her parts of the body was shown um and it's just 
That's yeah, they the harvested her organs. They, ha they yeah. harvested her organs and then they buried her. Um, that such an inhumane way of. Uh, yes. It's, it's now my hard. hands are shaking. It's it's like uh, I have Pesh, I have no more tear. Uh, honestly, it's just uh, we're in a phase of shock. I think we're all facing all the PTSDs at the moment. There is way too much to handle, but we're taking one day at a time. Actually, I hourly every moment, every second, I'm waiting for the worst. And I don't know what we're living in right now is the worst or worse yet to come. Um, yeah. I, I received messages from people, um, classes that I had previously with Iranians online. Uh, suddenly they had an internet and then they messaged me and said, how are you doing? And they were begging for some meditation classes. Said, please, please help us. And then the moment I opened my uh, account, in one day, I had three sessions of meditations, people trying to calm themselves down. They are going through so much emotional torture in addition to what they're facing and witnessing. It's, it's, it's beyond measure. I, I don't even know how, how to describe it. Such a barbaric way of dealing with people. A 16-year-old girl. Yeah, yeah. Being tortured, beaten up, and then hiding and then raping her. I, I just cannot imagine what what she went through till she died. I really hope to God with the first hit she died. I really hope to God that that very moment, the first stab, she died. She was unconscious and whatever they did to her, it was just a piece of flesh. Yeah, it was, it, it's, it's, it, 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 it's not even fathomable, like, if you have an ounce of soul, you would, you would rethink any of these actions, but it takes a very, very black heart to go through with something like this and then wake up the next day and, and move and then do it again. And they're doing that. They're literally yeah, every doing single it. day. They're doing every, every single day. day. So the girls, this is how they divide it. Boys are killed right off the bat on the street. And we've seen the bodies children and younger adults, mostly they're under 22, 24. We'll leave it at that. And then the girls, what they do, they force them into the van. Why? Because there is an ongoing event. So then there is a torture, there is a beating up, and then there is a rape. Why? Because they believe if she dies, virgin, then she will go to heaven. So let's rape her and then kill her and then harvest all her organs and how how many of these people are in prison we don't know and families are afraid even to mention their names because they are being threatened to death i know some names they messaged me. They said, they've taken our son. They've said, taken our nephew, taken our niece. Yeah, Serena Esmailzad is another one. And, and uh, last I saw that her mom, after the killing of Serena, she took her own life. You know, she just 
couldn't live with it. And I, I hate, I, I, I hate to say that. I hate to say that, but it's like, I feel like I understand. Like I, I, I wouldn't be able to either. I, I don't think I could handle my innocent 16 year old daughter just killed, raped, and usually harvested organs. Like it's just, it's an, it's an ugly, it's a very ugly time right now. And I always like to think of myself as an optimist, but there's nothing positive about the current state. No, it isn't. It isn't. And, and I feel that anyone who remains silent at the moment, they are actually part of the government. And I should say that I, I'm no political and I always give the right to everyone's freedom of speech has always been my uh, way to go. But at the moment, the way that our people treated them, if anyone, if they say, oh, well, I, I don't know, I don't know, I'm, I'm not part of it. Well, you are part of it. And you're part of that government. Yeah. You made your choice to be part of that. Yes, you're afraid for various reasons. Or you feel that you haven't found your calling. That's okay. But what can you do behind the scene? Not everyone is brave enough to come forward and speak up. That's fine. But what can you do behind the scene? Are you sharing it with your colleagues? Are you sharing it with your friends? Can you stop your parties for a minute? Yeah. Okay, I show sympathy. Can I? Well, I, I cannot even imagine what these moms are going through, what these parents are going through. I cannot. But I know every single day, it's been 24 days, life is becoming harder and harder for me. And I live in the safest country in the world. I don't see the beauty anymore. I haven't had a proper meal. And imagine what these people are going through. And then I say, well, I don't know what to say or I don't know what to do. Well, maybe consult with a few people to see what can be done. Even if it's just printing flyers for people, like preparing for protests, maybe advertising. Maybe you're a graphic artist. Maybe you're a web designer. Maybe you will all have professions here. You can do something. I'm sure you can. We all can do. Yeah. But doing nothing, that sends a, a really big statement. Uh, doing nothing, I think, is unacceptable at the moment. It's the sim if you have absolutely no idea what to do and you, there um i'll give you a very easy one the link is in my bio amnesty international our goal is right now uh is to get the un involved they're not they're not yet involved as far as i know uh but this amnesty petition is going if we with enough signatures it'll take you 15 seconds to fill it out it's just, it just needs your signature. Uh, and I will post the number of signatures we need to get the UN's attention in the, in the description of this episode. Uh, but just click the link. It, it's, I've posted it several times on my story, um, on, on my Pejdemaniac uh, story. 
Uh, I'm a comedian and actor, and I haven't found any reason to make a joke or post a comedy video. Uh, and for those who've been following me, you know, you know that um, I've been MIA from that side of my channel, which is what it was supposed to be about. But we're part, we're witnessing history right now. History is being made. Okay, this is. Uh, I'm no expert on politics. I'm. I'm I, I can I dare say I'm not even a humanitarian expert. I just understand that I'm living in a privileged life right now in America. I don't it could have been me. It could have been Shilon. It could have been us. We were lucky enough to get out of that situation, okay? My parents are living they're in Iran right now. They went for a visit when all of this happened, okay? So they're there. Um, and it's not, I'm not trying to make this about me. I'm saying that's just one example. And they're safe right now. Knock on wood. I, I spoke with my father a few days back and he confirmed that they're okay, but they, they can't even call. They, the, the internet is gone. They're starting to cut landlines. Even they, they're not even let, letting you make phone calls. Yes. That, my dad called and it got cut off. And then I had to call him again and it rang and it rang and it rang and eventually it went through and we talked for 40 seconds and I hadn't spoken with him in three weeks. And he said, we can't talk long. I just want you to know we're okay. They're American citizens, by the way. So as Ms. Shilon said earlier, there are no rules over there. It's, it's anarchy. Sign this petition. It'll bring up bigger international tension and then we need the UN to hold the this brutal murderous raping regime accountable okay there is no other side to this story this is the side it's just been hidden and and thank god for the internet because the internet is allowing the truth to get to come through uh i'm going to cuss it's been a lot of bullshit until now okay a lot of bs has been fed and there was no way to really verify or validate it because the internet wasn't so strong now it is we have the power i posted it i have a video talking about we have the power the people and this isn't as horrible as the situation is in iran it's not just iran it's happening all over the world ukraine north korea Afghanistan. Yeah, Afghanistan. We, we had protesters, uh, Hazara genocide, uh, right, happening at the moment as well. That's right. right? They that's, just joined. Yeah. That's why it's a bigger deal. Mm -hmm. um, we love our motherland, obviously, mm -hmm. but it's, it's a bigger deal than just Iran. I was as vocal about black lives here in America. I, there's no reason to put ourselves in segments when we're all human beings. It's very easy to look at it as, I don't care if you're Muslim, Baha'i, Christian, Jewish, Zoroastrian, it doesn't matter. Those are all after you were a human being. And as soon as we start think, simplifying it, because it is simple, we're all human beings. And, and we these borders, all of that was created by man. Okay, it was created by humans, human error, it's there. I'm not, 
I'm not making excuses for it, but it's there. We all have it. But we also have conscience. Okay? We also have the ability to, to have these dialogues and be able to communicate and, and, and investigate the truth. Okay? This petition is a huge help. I put it on all of my social media channels. It's easy. Click the link. It takes you literally 15 seconds to fill out and submit. And that's it. You've done, a, you've done something. You've, you've been able to help. Um, what, Shilan, what, is, uh, what are some closing thoughts you have on where you hope this leads to? Pish, uh, in the past few weeks, I've been trying to draw attention of all the politicians that I know of in Canada and the States. So I hashtagged them. I sent them messages directly and directly. Um, I felt like that's uh, the least I could do. That was the beginning of my uh, activities. And then I sent many messages to uh, Michelle Obama, Oprah, and uh, Miss Vice President. Uh, Kamala Harris. And uh, at some point, I was respectfully asking for the most powerful women on this planet to voice women. And uh, as you may have seen uh, in the latest that on October 4th, there was a brief uh, message on Twitter. Uh, Ms. Vice President mentioned something. Um, and then eventually yesterday, Oprah falsely giving some information about Masa Amini's situation, which I was really disappointed. And then Michelle Obama, she didn't even make the effort to have a comment. She didn't even type it. Mr. Barack Obama did it and then says this message is on behalf of me and Michelle. So um, it's heartbreaking, it's disappointing, and I feel like each and every individual must stand on their own and we all have powers, we all have potentials and we all can do it. If I rely on them to be the voice of my people, the voice of women, voice of humanity, forget it. It's, it can take months and months before they realize whether or not it, there is any liquidity for them in that. So we'll leave it at that not relying on politicians so much, but us as people staying united, being together, see me as who I am. And I have many faults and I cannot claim that I'm a representative of anyone. I'm not waving any flags on behalf of anyone yet. I wave everyone's flag because I believe in humanity. I believe in humanitarian act and I believe that everyone should stand up. So uh, fear not, the more we are, which people in Iran and us here, the more we are, the harder it can be for them to identify and hurt. If we all stand together and that unity is really pissing them off and I see that. And then I've, I've seen messages from fake accounts from time to time shooting messages. If you are honest, if you are really a, a true person, not a government person, you will come and you will make a video call with me and say, hey, Shalan, for various reasons, you are at fault. But you don't. Why? Because these are all created fake accounts to just manipulate and scare people off. Okay. So uh, 
let's stay together. Let's be united. See me as a human being. If I can play my part and everyone can play their part, it's really appreciated. With all our love and passion, we accept everyone. It doesn't matter who you are, what your background was. We're here for a better life, better future, safer future for ourselves and for our children. You and I are in the same age. We call, uh, we're called uh, the, the burnt generation. Yeah. Why? Because we didn't really enjoy our youthfulness. And then there was a war. And then eventually some of us left the country. And then we never saw much peace. To this day, we're talking. Mm -hmm. So maybe for a better future, yeah. we're hoping, right? Yes. But we can hope and move forward. I will always be about, I will always look at the glass half full as, as horrible as the situation is right now. Um, unfortunately, lives are being lost. Um, but with every life that they take, the voice gets louder and with with every inhumane act that that government is uh putting on the innocent people the unarmed people of iran in iran the voice gets louder and and with uh people outside of iran non-iranians as well we can amplify that we can amplify that simply through a a podcast like this or even easier a, a retweet or a share of a story honestly just getting more eyes on it brings brings the needed attention for the massacre that's happening over there um, yes uh, where can where can people follow you uh and and reach out to you uh, Instagram account that you have me there, uh, it's S-H-I-L-A-N-N -N underscore M. That's my account. Um, I was planning, I, I saw a few doctors and some uh, psychiatrists, uh, Iranian, uh, they shared their phone number to be available for any medical uh, support that needed or for any emotional support that, that needed. Um, I will shortly uh, share some of the um, Google Meet uh, accounts for people who wanting to have a, a few minutes of meditation just to calm their mind and, and just overcome the fear. Um, obviously, we can't make the situation uh, better. Uh, we all, we're all in it together, but we can pace ourselves. So at least we, we can uh, contain the emotions and we can just control it slowly slowly so that's that i can do at the moment until we'll see what happens next yeah well uh miss shilan i really appreciate you coming on and sharing your perspective and and offering uh your professional help and also uh please share with me the the google for, uh, form and i will have that in the description of this uh episode uh this episode is people listening to it now it is a tuesday uh, and it is out and you can look at it on uh, in the description of my YouTube channel. It'll also be on all other podcast platforms. Uh, uh, please follow uh, Sheetlan and, and 
if you have any questions, if you are troubled by this, uh, she's offering her help uh, as well as other professionals that she's in touch with. Um, this has been the season finale of season four of Fumble Podcast, episode 85. Um, reach out to me. I can also uh, guide you to Shilon's channels if uh, you have trouble finding her channel. Uh, it'll be on this on the screen here, uh, but also uh, in the description. So there's really no way that we can't help, right? We're, we're trying to make it available and, and help you mentally, uh, emotionally, and ultimately help free corrupt countries like Iran, Afghanistan, Ukraine, uh, North Korea. Unfortunately, the list does, is longer than it should be. Um, thanks again for coming on. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me, Pesh. Absolutely. We'll see you guys on the season premiere of season five next week.